understand me. I'm gonna try to make people comprehend. I'm gonna comprehend. Understand me. It's more than a decision to live. It's like, it, it like has to dry out. This is my destiny, you know? I'm trying to explain. Can't stop until they stand me. Till I'm Crave Pac J and Stanley. Until my name initiates a stampede. Until I'm inundated in pop culture like the Cosby family. Till I'm Fonzie, Banksy, Gatsby, Dolly, Cassius Clay, Disney, Ripley, Nipsey, Sosa, Sammy Davis, Junior Wells, Dolly, Pardon, Springsteen, Spielberg, pardon me, Muhammad Ali, Bruce Lee, Spike Lee, do the right thing, no snap. Podheads, I am no sage, got Novak as always, and we got a special guest here from way back in the day, MC Crave. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of hip-hop stuff. I know you're going to talk about graffiti, rhyming, boxing. You're just basically a, a connoisseur of hip-hop. And I think I just wanted to give you a quick platform to kind of like talk about your project coming up this month. And you got a show as well. You got a lot of things cooking this month. Man. Yeah. Um, thanks to, uh, you know, affiliate of yours. Um, affiliates of yours I'm back in the game and uh, we got to perform and some people like what they heard and uh, it, it's just it feels really good um, we, we, so we have something coming up with the hairpin and it's crazy because like we wanted to perform there and they were and they were like oh we're really booked and then then we performed and some people heard us and they're like you guys should come perform. Yeah, uh, and that uh, that happened twice now. Mm-hmm. Almost, and it's gonna happen a third time. So it's really exciting. It it feels like this is the most gratifying shows uh, I've like since the Third Islanders first mm-hmm. dropped our first show. These are the most gratifying performances to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, I'm preparing really hard. Like like a. I've rehearsed, I haven't rehearsed this hard for uh, for a show ever, I don't think, for for these shows. Like, uh, um, He's I think. Dope, man, I can't wait. It's, um, what is it, April 19th at the Hairpin Arts Center, right? Right, precisely. Um, we, like, uh, this guy's pushed me to an, another level of rap. I feel like, uh, I feel like <clears throat> I wasn't, I wasn't pushing myself hard enough. Oh, my bad. Oh, battery, but I'm plugged in. Oh, I wasn't God. pushing myself hard enough. And uh, I appreciate that because, like, the the one you're referring to is um, Doc Watson, who we've had on the show, episode five. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Oh, but... really? yeah, yeah, man. Um, probably one of the most talented MCs I've ever heard, and definitely one. Like, I don't want to. You know, much love to the Third Islanders forever, but like, like me personally, like I, I don't know if I've ever done a project with somebody this talented, like um, from rhyming in, in in music. Like he's a great musician, but like the, the dude is is like every, every time we do a song, like he makes me better. You know, he makes me a better MC. So this, this is like. Like, it's it's crazy because like 
bro, I, I feel this is my best rapping, but like you ever listen to a little brother album and, and you you be uh, like, you you be like, you know, Big Boo didn't have to be on that song. He, like he could have, I could have easily gone with another Fonte verse, or you listen to an, or or you listen to an Outcast record, and, and sometimes you're like, really, I didn't need another verse from Big Boy. I could have really gone for another Andre. Yeah. Or, or, or 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 same thing with like um, most and, and Talib. You might be like Talib's like, man, I really is most could have really. Mur- like murdered another verse um like i feel like I- i'm them now <laughs> and it's like this dude is like <laughs> to me he's like fonte he's like most he- he's-, he's he's like he-, he just i just don't know what i'm doing on these records with him i'm just like i feel so fortunate and blessed it's like like i no matter how much uh <laughs> i try like this dude always leaves me like my jaw dropped when, when he's recording. So like the excitement I have when I hear him rap, like I, I, I try to, I try not to show too much of it because like, I don't want to be like a puppy in, in the lab, but like, I know that other people are going to have it, especially like to, to use your term connoisseurs of hip hop are going to love doc Watson's um, contribution on this album because this dude, he he doesn't he he put it all out there like he he doesn't leave anything behind I, I like this dude's a phenomenal MC and it's it's just like an honor to rap with this dude man that's dope man I mean I just can't wait so again yeah if you in the Chicago area Hairpin Arts Center April nineteenth. What is the address? Uh, 2810 North Milwaukee, right? Is that considered Wicker Park? Or where's that at? No, it's it's Logan Square. All um, right. Right. And hair hairpins like a really like community based uh uh, uh venue. Uh like I'm affiliated with a this place called Any Square, which is like they they're art there, they they do a lot of art and um they, they have a lot of shows at hairpin and they're like, I, I could easily have artwork up during the show. I just haven't been um, pushing for group shows as much. But um, uh, hopefully uh, you guys could show up. I think Rock, yeah. Rockwell's going to show up, but um, he doesn't have any songs he's performing. But hopefully he'll join us on stage. Um, but Iowa Rockwell is going to be performing with us at Reggie's. Um, he he's on the album at least twice, and um, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm learning those songs he's on right now. They're they're like it. it it's it's crazy because like I pushed I pushed myself to a new level of rapping, and, and and it's like recording it was one thing, but performing performing it is much harder. Like mm-hmm. as you know, but like. But but even but I haven't gotten like I barely started getting acclimated to Age of Aquarius when I started trying to learn this album. And it's and if you heard what 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 we did on Distinctive Energy, you see it's it's a real complex lyrical style we have. And um, we're like we're very meticulous on, on our play on words. And, and um, like so. So. um 
we, we have we like I don't like giving out all the secrets, but man, we have to <laughs> we have to rehearse and practice, and and, and we, we we refine the album. Like we we just put the album to bed Tuesday because like what? I, wow. I, was, I was still changing stuff. <laughs> I'm still changing. Like we're we're both like we're we're both like that that tedious like that that like what like it's three words off we, we got to go back in and, um, <laughs> like, like i don't like being redundant if i if i say the same word twice in the song and, and it's and it doesn't have a it's not a hominin type something or a metaphor rockwell will tell you it's not either it's not going on the album or we, we got to go back in and i got to find a synonym like i, I can't I, I like it'll kill me to be redundant so like I said spitting twice on one song and, and like I couldn't sleep. And like <laughs> and, and, and I was like, I gotta find another word. Like I I, I it's unacceptable to me. Um like I do this, man, you know, like I I, I take this shit so seriously. Like I, I don't I like it, it, it's not just that, it's that like I'm I'm not just a hater. I'm I'm I don't want to think of myself as a hater. I'm I'm a super tough critic. And, and, and like, I'm going to talk shit. And, 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 and if, if I say, mm-hmm. I think 50 could have come better on that verse, or I, I think, you know, um, I think um, Fife was, was better than everybody else on that verse. I, I'm going to hold myself to those standards too. And, 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 and I, I'm not just talking, talking shit to talk shit. Like if I say that's booty and that's whack about, you know, um, Ludacris's new joint or, 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 or Snoop's new joint. Like you bet, you best believe I said that about some joints that, that we had in the lab and, 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 um, and that are never going to see the light of day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm in another band and, um, in another group. And I'm not trying to talk about them right now. Cause like, cause we should have had our stuff together to be performing alongside supernatural Iowa and, and then, um, and and um and Watson and um the the thing is like I can calmly and, and politely and collectively Watson Rockwell and I will disagree on some music and it'll be a calm discussion and you know the song might not be good enough and make the album and we can we can talk it out but in the other group because like the other guy, other people are like no nah, like and we used to have these problems back in the day but in the other group like no that's a banger and it's like no man that song needs a lot of work it's not any good and it turns into people yelling at each other and and into a whole mess and and people are like you're a hater and it's like nah like i'm super critical of my sound and if i tell you this isn't good enough for us to put out it's not good enough for us to put out i know what's good enough and 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 the same and 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 there a lot of chicago artists have this deafness like like the, the same Chicago artist is sub T that'll be saying Rick Ross is whack. And that's their opinion. They're, they're entitled to it. And, right. and, you know, Rick Ross comes on and they're like, he's whack. And then I listen to their album to put it on a, 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 a compilation. And mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, well, two or three of these songs are whack to me, like could have been much better. And I, I like this one the most. Like, this is, first of all, I've heard that about my album five, six hundred times. I've developed thick enough skin 
to understand, trying to understand what people are talking about. And, 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 um, and second, secondly, like, like I said, like, I, I don't say anything to anybody I wouldn't say to myself or about a professional artist, but like sometimes local dudes in Chicago, you tell them that they lose their fucking mind. <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, bro, you don't, you don't think like a couple songs in your album could possibly be whack. And you're just some dude, <laughs> like this is your first, like second album ever. You're just some, you know, 22 year old dude from Chicago, and and, and like you losing your mind because because I'm like I think, like I just played my album for like this one MC. Like I sent him a couple tracks that you guys heard off of. Uh, he, I sent him Age of Aquarius. He only liked the two tracks with a uh, with Jr. Black and he, and, he, and and MC Epic, I think. And he said everything else is whack. Like that, that was a quote, and 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 and, and like, I it, it didn't bother me at all, not in the slightest. Even though I had put him on a compilation once, um, when I was doing hip hop compilations from everybody in the city called Cherry Bomb, but that's another story. But it it didn't bother me because like he sent me his album, and that's exactly how I felt about his album. <laughs> like, like, and I was like, we both are like we have completely different tastes. We, we might come from the same rap background, but like our ears are attuned to different things and our mindsets are completely different. And, and like, I wanted to say the same thing to him, but I didn't want to get into an argument. I, I just, you know what I'm saying? But, mm -hmm. but I, I just, instead of that, I just said to him, like, I think these two tracks are your dopest tracks. And, and, and I just kept it moving. But, um, but like, I, I, I can, I can easily understand why some people would think I'm whack. And, and like, I just would hope for those same people to understand why I might think they're whack, but it's usually not going to be that way. It's, it, 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 people get emotionally attached to the art. And, mm -hmm. and when you're battling, those turn into physical things. And that that's usually a problem. And, and, and like, that's why I like more freestyles, like, based competition instead of battling but um you know then then like that gets into like i don't really want to diss open mics but you know but i, I do want to say this though about open mics though like since i've been to so many y'all know this like <laughs> i've been to a lot of open mics i set up a lot of open mics from chicago to to to, to um Wisconsin to, to Dalton, like I've been in a lot of open mics in Brooklyn, a lot, and um, Miami, quite a bit. And um, like to me, if you come in and you 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 spit a written and you 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 have prepared music for it, that's spoken word. Like I don't, care. <laughs> I don't care how hard you think it is, just that spoken word. Like there's, and and I know there's differences in, in interpretation of freestyle from New York to Chicago, but like, oh, oh, is your battery gonna go out? You're right. <laughs> it's it's going in and out. I I know there, there's like some differences in opinion of. What, what freestyles are in Chicago, New York, but like th those parameters, it's, it's too much. And, and so like, 
a lot of people the and I feel like I'm so fluid with my freestyle. I'm trying to have fun with it. And people often be like, are you a spoken word artist? Like, are these <laughs> it's like, man, and I'll tell you right now in 20 years, I've never, the one time I spit a written was once at sub T I decided I'm going to try to spit a written. I've never spit a written. I've always spit off the top. Every time people have always assumed it's written. And it, to me, it's a compliment. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I know I'm that cold that you actually think I wrote this. Like, I know I'm that cold. Like, but the funny <laughs> thing is, when we were in Third Islanders, after I would do that at Sub-T, I was on some Jay-Z shit. Then I would go home and write that shit. I was like, that was cold. Now I'm going to go home and write this down. And, and, and like, and then, and then what I actually do, part of my writing process is um, then, then I, I write those lyrics down, put them in, in a pad or a book or your phones now. And then when, I, when, when I'm actually on the mic, that's my guide, but I'm still kind of freestyling. And that's how I record a lot. And, um, and uh, a lot of people just wouldn't believe it. And uh, my first album is 99% freestyle. And people are like, no. And I'm like, no, really? Like, I, I didn't even have written for that one. Like, I literally just walked up to the mic. And, and people are like, no way. And I'm like, wait. And, and, and it's like, <laughs> and, and it's like that. And the Third Islander albums are all written from freestyles I memorized from mostly sub, sub T. And, and it's like, I had to be there anyway. I'm working. Like, and, and, and like, uh, like half them songs is when I didn't have time to get off the door when it was packed and busy. And I'm listening to all these whack ass rappers. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm literally like, you know, I would have said, Oh shit. And napkins and envelopes. And I get home and I throw those when I just the the uh, White Castle Crave case, you know. <laughs> and, and I would just I literally be writing lyrics on napkins and envelopes, throw that shit in the crave case, and then we get to the studio, remember? We get to static and I'm just piecing that shit together and freestyling on the mic. And and so like so like I feel like the essence of that shit, like I, I really have it. And, and now I'm even more disciplined, like in memorizing and writing. And, and, uh, and I have a lot of more, a lot more different styles of rapping that I've studied and incorporated. And, and, um, and, and, and in this album, I, we, we're, we're going to show off a dynamic um, amount of different styles of rap. Like we are doing it on purpose. Like we were, <laughs> we're trying to show them like, yo, there's more, there's, Whereas more, there's more than one way to skin a cat, like metaphorically, like we, we're really showing people like we, we can rap well different ways because I, 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 I there's some MCs that I love in Chicago and, and like they're my number one. And, and but they have one way of rapping and and, um, and I'll listen to their album, but I'm only going to listen to it once. And of course, there's some fantastic albums that one time listens, but it's like I should want to listen to you a lot more. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's like they, every song is so similar, the, the rapping style. And I'm, I, I'm petrified to fall into that trap. So, so like uh, this next project is really different. And then um, my album after that is a completely different vibe and, and feel, um, e even though some of the subject matter um, is still kind of similar. But um, I can't wait, though, for the. Um, Supernatural album with you and Doc Watson, um, April twentieth, the day after the show at Hairpin. Yeah, um, night, man, I, I've got to listen to some of it when I was at Iowa Rockwell Studio, and then I think even Doc Watson had like a, a Google Drive at one point that I still had access to. 
And I was like listening to some of it. And he's like, hey, man, get out of that drive, bro. I, I can't <laughs> all of it. I'm like, all right. Because I, I literally haven't got a chance to hear, not hear a lot of it. I'm curious. Honest. I'm curious. I, I want to ask you, though, like how like. Not not your feeling, but like your, your viewpoint from like you were in a studio when we when we were working on Gift of Flight and, and like like you, you saw me like spit a crazy hook that everybody cringed and was like, yo, that's inappropriate. Like we, we're, we're not comfortable like being in a group with you if you're going to rap that, you know, like <laughs> even you, you were like, is this really happening? Is he going to say that on the mic? Is that, that those words are being recorded? And then, like, then you know, I was just like, I think I'll just like you. You saw, like, I was like, I'll just do something different then, and and um and give and that song popped out, and, and like, and you know, I didn't plan on being the first verse, and, and like, just just you seeing the studio process, and then you seeing the live show, like, is it how you imagined it would be? Is is that's my question? No, nah, man. I mean, <laughs> like, you two, you and Doc is definitely like the recipe for a disaster in a lot of good ways. Like I just, <laughs> bro. Like, I mean, like when, when I heard the one track off of Doc Watts's album, the distinctive energy, <laughs> I'm like, could this actually be an album? Just you two actually doing a project <laughs> together. And then lo and behold, y'all were like cooking up something like behind the scenes <laughs> without me even knowing about it now. <laughs> that, that's Rockwell. Uh, that's completely Rockwell. Um, he had the master plan. It was supposed to be three songs. <laughs> we, we, we were supposed to do three songs together, one on each other's albums, and then one up in the air to drop as a single. And then Rockwell was like, why not make it six and make it a demo? And and like I'm like, all right, but I want to get back. Like I want to put my album out. Like I was done with my album. And I'm like, my album, my album. And Rockwell... <laughs> And Rockwell's like, you know, your album, you know, it's good, but it's got a couple of holes in it. Why don't you guys, you know, why don't you make it nine tracks? And I'm like, y'all keep adding tracks, but these are bangers. And so, like, we, like, Rockwell is so talented, man. We, like, I'm going to tell you this. On Agent of Aquarius and on this album, we said no to no beats. Like, he puts a beat on, and it's like, <laughs> let's do it. Like, there it is. <laughs> like, he hit, he, hits a, he hit a home run every time on this last two uh, on these two projects and um and and on my next album with rockwell there's no i didn't turn down any beats so it's like it, it's really great working with a producer at that talent level but it, but um me also have <clears throat> being somebody who has produced albums for other people and for myself like i've produced more albums for other people than i have for myself and um i can tell you it's a it's a joy to work with an artist that like trusts you and knows that like all right just let him do his thing like we'll take all these beats in the order and the way you want them like you're the producer like it's 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 audacity to me with some artists that are going to bounce around it's mm -hmm. like this, this producer has a plan and if they're diverse enough like it's going to sound however you want it or need it to sound so like in these last three projects, I could honestly tell you, I said no to zero Iowa Rockwell beats. I don't, I don't tell him any kind of order. I don't change the name of the beats unless he thinks there's a better title for it to make it a uh, catchier. Like he, he, he names all the beats. He, he comes up with the order and, and like, I've never turned down a beat. Everything he plays me is what you hear 
Like I hear it and I write to it. So like um, the electricity, like, like it, it, it is the energy level is really high because it's the way it was intended to be. The project is coming out the way it was intended to be on both sides. And, and, and it's like, I want people to know I'm an asshole. Like I'm a snob. Like I am, a, I am a hip hop elitist. Like I, I have turned down beats from some of the baddest producers in Chicago. And, and it's just like, I'm extremely blessed and lucky to know Rockwell and video Dave and smoke Benito. But like, um, like I've, I turned down a lot of beats from a lot of people. Uh, like I, I I'm not going to name names this time because this rude, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's three or four producers who didn't make Age of. I think, I think his battery just went out. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's flowing right now. Oh, he's cooking. He's cooking. Um, if if for some reason we don't get him back, I think he did say a lot about the project. I just wanted to say a word about Iowa Rockwell for a moment because. Iowa Rockwell like produced mm-hmm. the whole album Age of Aquarius, mm-hmm. and that was the first album in a string of like I want to say it was like five or six albums that he just kept doing, not for himself, right? right. So Crave is um, Iowa Rockwell's cousin. Mm-hmm. He produced the whole album of Iowa um, Age of Aquarius, mm-hmm. then he did like a J.R. Black album. He did like a Ari the Indigo album. He did a project for me and Doc Watson. So. Like Iowa Rockwell just kind of like got into this like obsession about producing for other people, even though he's like a dope lyricist himself and he has like a lot of albums that he's done, mm-hmm. you know, even before that. So yeah, it's just been a pleasure to kind of like work with him and just be able to kind of, you know. No, the, the sound is awesome. Like uh, I love Bob and Weave off that, uh, off that sound of Aquarius, man. The age of Aquarius, that Bob and Weave is sick. That's uh you got you know you got Dave on that track you got video Dave on that track is pretty good their chemistry is good, I mean every song even Steve Rogers Steve Rogers is nice, <laughs> so I started listening to it like when you said you know Crave was coming on, I started you know um, I start I started listening to it, and uh, I was like yeah this is sick, I mean we can do a part one and part two, if you want to I mean that might be the best tell them do a part two. We pick up, um, we edit yeah. this one, edit this one, and tell him to do a P2. All right, cool. That's great. I want to get the graffiti. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, um, he was flowing, he was cooking, he was giving us some gems, but mm-hmm. I think we got enough for the part one episode. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have him back for part two. I think what I also wanted to kind of like sort of wrap up was that he was dropping the third Islanders name a bunch. So basically um, I used to be in a crew with Crave and Iowa Rockwell back in the day and video mm-hmm. Dave. And that was kind of like the days of me at St. Ben's high school. Right. Oh. So I went to high school with um, MC Crave's brother mm-hmm. and Iowa Rockwell. Right. So MC Crave's brother is um, video Dave. But it was tripped out when we were recording before we we um when we were talking before we hit record. I didn't realize that Crave went to to Gordon. I know I was actually at Gordon, I believe, um ninety three and ninety four because I was there for freshman and sophomore. Oh, yeah. and I, I pivoted to St. Ben's for um class ninety seven. And you there with Mike Bacon, everybody. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's how I know Mike Bacon all in the small world. Right, so Mike Bacon, obviously we had him on our podcast too, mm-hmm. but um, it was tripped out because I probably crossed paths with Crave mm-hmm. before I even like fell into like um the the pocket of Iowa Rock on Video Dave and then we all sort of like um um we're like collabing on a lot of music even after high school basically so small world small Chicago world for sure oh it's crazy because I looked at him I was like you had dreads yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like I look, I look like oh you <laughs> man he was oh man outside some tea there's no Rashad Chamberlain and Vail and all them and his guy, and then his girl, everybody, they all know each other. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, this, this is nuts, man. <laughs> we almost need to have a need to have a six point, a six, a six degree of separation show. You bring everybody on and figure out everybody knows each other. We do like uh we do six screens on here, like like you know, like we're playing celebrity squares or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, one hundred percent. The story of MC <laughs> all the mcs and then actually the other connection after all that high school stuff i still stayed in touch with all them video dave went to um i believe siu and iowa rockwell went to another um college. You, know, you know about shies up um no what's that shies up is another group that's jason dawson's group oh stop for real yeah yeah it's a small a small universe yeah i know them that's dope. Because I was going to say that Video Dave was messing around with um, mm-hmm. Open Mike Eagle at, um, I think, Carbondale. And that's how they kind of linked up. And Video Dave was actually doing a lot of stuff. That's like three artists came out of Carbondale. And yeah. they, and, and they, yeah, Shies Up came out of Carbondale. You got, um, you know, I know, I know, I, I know what Video Dave was. I was like, that's his brother. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. There, there, there's like super, small universe. Super artistic. Yeah, because we could just go by Sub T a lot and just you know just see the freestyle right. battles and stuff like yeah. that. And I remember these cats were starting up, and um, then you had Pajes, you had Cinnabar. Uh-huh. The whole block was just 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 hip hop artists. <laughs> it was it was like it was like it's like that movie Kick Ass. The whole block basically was on something. <laughs> it's kind of sad though because I literally was driving down Milwaukee earlier this morning, and um, had change. <laughs> yeah, bro, like. It's despite, so yuppie now. We used to like um kick it at and flow besides subterranean. Um it was it was the blue note, but I think now it's I mean, called Debonair at the time. Debonair. Debonair now. Yeah. And across from there, which obviously people know like double door like turned into the Yeti, right? Or yeah. yeah. So I mean stuff like that. Like like when you say you're like all yippied out and all you know hipstered out or whatnot. Like half a del- like half a del- still over there. That's my that's the that's the, the vinyl shop and everything like that. And I go to Sugar Records. You probably saw Sugar over there. Right. Yeah, man. The universe is yuppied out, man. You got Adidas selling stuff nobody wears. <laughs> you got you got designer coffee on the corner. Then you got uh you got shops that open up at four o'clock and sell pizza and clothes. Right. You know, then the Kira's around the corner. You know, I ran those Kira stores IT. So it's a small universe. <laughs> I just get all the hip hop artists coming through because their girls are buying cheap clothes from Akira. So <laughs> that's exactly what I was. Give me that knockoff Gucci. I'm like, that ain't Gucci. That's Poochie, man. <laughs> 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 uh, man, it's a small world, man. Very small world. I just go to Bro Bagel. You know about Bro Bagel around the corner? Oh no. You never been to Bro Bagel? No, I haven't. 
You walk up by the atomic bagel, man. It's like a hot link on a, on a piece of cheese. <laughs> the, the bagel is so hot, man. You had to you, if you drink something with caffeine and it burns the roof of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you gotta check out Bro Bagel, man. It's right around the corner. Look out! I gotta peep it. Yeah, I mean, man, it's look, still it's still a popping art scene, but yeah, it's different. Remember, Red Dog is gone, as you know. And then the Real World House is right up, is right there too. Oh man, we got in the Real World House a few times. Oh shit! That's <laughs> yeah, we yeah we tried going to TV. It was hilarious. We're like, let's go in the Real World House. <laughs> There's been a currency exchange across the street. You remember that? <laughs> yep. Uh, man, uh, small crazy world, man. I'm over there. It's like six degrees of separation. I'm over there walking around. I'm like, man, that's probably walking to you, walking to you, walking around, or it'd be nuts. I mean, yeah, no, exactly. Because obviously, like, we yeah. were sort of in the, the the same school circles to a certain yeah. extent. We really didn't link up until college. So yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, the backpack. The, you know, that's how the, the Rashad's been going there with the shell toes and the backpacks and the headphones and they break dancing. No, it's crazy, man. Like you know. There's so many similarities between everybody, you know, like, you know, he wanted to be a B-boy and then, you know, he was into the break and then trying to do graffiti and then, you know, he was doing graffiti and I'm like, this is, this is nuts when you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) All for the culture, man. I know, man. You know, too bad the culture right now is a little oozy, man. I'm like, this, I want to rock shit. Got to go away, man. (laughs) I mean, what is about the sound of Philly? Oh, I mean, the Philly doesn't sound like that. <laughs> yeah, my kid, that's the greatest song ever. I'm like, are you something in your throat? What the fuck? Is <laughs> How do you have a song that goes for two minutes with like no real words and sounds, and you know, and, and everything comes from lower intestine on that song? You ain't noticed that every sound comes from his lower intestine. They're, they're all not polishing their lyrics up like uh like Crave is talking about, man. Not 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 thinking about the culture, man. Yeah, ain't no culture with that, man. But yeah, I saw I might win a Grammy. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Unfortunately, you might be right. Yeah, man. Kendrick got to put his soul in albums, and I want to rack comes out. Yeah, that never let me down. It's sick. No, don't count me out. That don't count me out. Beat is sick. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I. What I hate about that relationship, what they got going on over there, is like, I feel like Chicago scene is so big, and it makes it makes you angry that you want to focus on L.A., you want to focus on New York, Chicago. You want to go yay, and you want to go coming, and everybody else just lives here. I mean, you, you know, you got it's nuts. You think about. You know, even back in the day with nuisance and everything used to be over around, around uh, Milwaukee. Remember from nuisance with psychodrama? Yeah. Psychodrama, Buck and Saw used to be around there rapping, dude. That's how crazy it was on Milwaukee Avenue. Man. Yeah, wow. I mean. I didn't realize they were, they were going down that block too. Yeah, Buck and Saw, Snipers. Remember Snipers used to be around? Uh, you had, uh, like, the dudes were doing that. They, they look not too far from me. Cause con- oh, God. Cause of conflict. <laughs> You had, um, man, you had, uh, who else you had? It was, it was a lot of people, man. Uh, like, they do or die. It was, it was, it, they were different. That's all you got to say. When they get to rapping, and, you know, that was that West Side flow. <laughs> Everybody ain't got a Cadillac, man. What's going on? I mean, but, yeah, the brat, you know, I remember the brat used to rap the, the parties at our grammar school in the lower hall. Yep, 60644. <laughs> <laughs> 
Her dad used to dance. Her, her father used to ride, walk around the block dancing to her songs. I'm like, no, call him Poppy. <laughs> so you know, that's that's why I still gotta hold a hold a respect for Doc Watson and Iowa Rockwell and obviously MC. You know, no, no, you do do a Chicago show, do a Chicago pod. Bring it. You know, we you know we bring Chicago artists on the pod. Let them tell their stories, and we just sit back and listen. This stuff is crazy, man. <laughs> and I was like, I'm thinking, like, that's that dude's out there wouldn't be my ass. I was like, <laughs> I think, I think about eight miles. I think about Macai Pfeiffer. Every time I think about... <laughs> that's it, bro. Plenty yeah, of stories, tons of stories. Oh man, but I mean, so- I think. We'll definitely have MC Crave when he um maybe after he does his show with Doc Watson, we'll definitely get to hear like the re- the recap and how all that went down because I'm planning on going too. So where's that? That's on um where's that where's that site at Logan Square? Yeah, um Hairpin Art Center, twenty eight ten North Milwaukee. So, that ain't nowhere. Yeah, it's good. It's good vinyl around there too. Real good vinyl. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I've been on that tear lately. I gotta stop. Got it. You got it, man. Every time I talk to you, bro, new new, new vinyl pickups, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get on the pod and be like, "Is that your background? That's all the vinyl behind me." <laughs> vinyl art. Yeah, I'm buying Mob Deep up right now, man. I just bought I just bought Murder Music on vinyl the other day. Ooh. Oh man, is that like a re-release or just something you found? No, I found it. I found the actual release. Oh, that's dope. It's like thirty. It's like thirty-three grams, man. You put on it. You put on the scale and weight. It's heavy. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, that's when you know it has mm-hmm. authenticity to it. Yeah, they got good stuff though, man. I'm just, you know, what I've been doing lately is just, you know, music-wise. I mean, ain't nothing really out there, man. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm listening to. I'm stuck in. I'm stuck in '97 to about 2005 right now. I mean, twenty twenty three has been bad musically. We noticed what's what's dropped this year. <sighs> Besides you guys, no, you guys bring all the music. I mean, <laughs> right, man, I, I'm actually curious if um, damn, I should ask Craig when we get him back on. Like, can they actually put their joint on vinyl? That would be sweet. I, I mean, because uh, Vail did it with uh, I was showing the Morse code vinyl. Oh no, really? Yeah, I got it. He pressed it. He sold it to me for $42. I'm like, bastards. <laughs> he jumps out the car and the bill's a small dude. He's like, I got that vinyl for 20 feet. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, tomorrow, you know, I was like, Phil, I know you, man. What's up, bro? <laughs> somebody else walked up he stole the vinyl man Morse, yeah the Morse code vinyl it's pretty cool he got pictures on Facebook of people standing there with him with the vinyl I started laughing I was like man I'm like you, you got big time now you selling vinyl huh <laughs> back in the caddy yeah that's yeah. actually another topic I was gonna have somebody else on the podcast talk about sort of like how the different media you know like tapes cassettes and obviously CDs, and now we're in an era where like vinyl is now selling more than CDs, and that like hasn't happened. I mean, you know what it what it is right now is that vinyl vinyl went like crazy right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's uh it's some new level stuff. It didn't used to be like this. People weren't buying, you know, well people were buying those Crossley turntables, and that like changed the game. You know what I mean? 
like you know, the argument we had earlier is that people buying vinyls, but they need, they need to stop buying those mid Jordans, those Jordan mids. Shara <laughs> <laughs> was bitching about that on Facebook today. I said, "What's wrong with you, man?" He goes, "Talking about something I would never ever speak to you if you buy some mid Jordans." I'm like, "Stop it, man." <laughs> He's serious about it, man. I got a purist whole... out there, bro. Them purists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mid Jordan. So I'm like, man, stop. It's not that serious. There, you just don't wear them. I'm like, man, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a different. He's a different dude, man. Different human. I mean, uh, yeah, him and Vale, and man, I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't have it downstairs. Uh, let me see. I mean, because yeah, because because what Vale tries to do, he tries to hide his website, which is hilarious. <laughs> he, like, he's, not, he's not shy enough to pop out and sell you a vinyl, but he wants to hide on these uh, social media streets. Oh yeah, man, he's he's all over, man. Here, yeah, that's a that's a picture of it right here. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad if you if you do a vinyl pressing. You know, do one, man, do one. I I want the vinyl. <laughs> I mean, it's like. It'd be it'd be hot, man, because I think that he's also Crave also knows um, you know Crump. Uh that dude, um uh you know Darius Crump, that's another dude that's on the scene that's pretty big. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, he know I think he I think he knows him. He knows everybody. So it's one of those things where yeah, you see my screen is like you see exactly what this this dude is into. So you probably can see it right now. So yeah, so this is when he did the vinyl release party. <laughs> he made a video of him going to Chase and taking out money to buy vinyl. He's a fool, man. You still there, Jay? I think it's still trying to load up. Let me see. Uh, oh, it's a bit... I hate when it does this. Yeah, it might have. Look at what. Okay, you can see it now, probably. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. So yeah, so. That's the vinyl down there. This oh, is him as he went to the eighth. <laughs> yeah, that's his old school Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell him, shout out to, I need him. I need him to start, you know, yeah, he's in the background. So I doesn't get that tag over there. Then they did the scene when they took, they put, they took, they tore books up and put them on the ground. Oh, All that's right. crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is what Vail does. There it is. Definitely. Yeah, this is the this is the other that's the other joint that's coming in Griffin, Indiana. So they got they got Ryan Fest three going on out there. Um, yeah, he told me about this one. So that's the Indiana cats are different. That's all I gotta say. They real different. There, there's um, you might know Gerald. You might you know you know Big Dog you know Gerald. Hmm, I don't think so. He um he was at Gordon for a second. Oh, oh second. really? Yeah, hold on, hold on. I mean, here you go. King Chaz, Gerald, Big Dog. He has many names. So this dude, this dude, he ended up going to Gordon and transferring over to Weber. Oh. So he was there two years, too. I think he might have been there right after. So he's into this. He's, a, he's into everything. So, so yeah, Gerald sings and everything else and raps. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you see some, some, you know, Chicago got a lot of interesting artists, man, as you already know. I believe it. Renaissance, man. Yeah, he took he took down his other stuff. Yeah, let me, 
let me do this. Let me uh, let me take care of a few things work related really quick before I, before I close my eyes. Mark got the passion play tomorrow morning. Let's go. All right, no worries. Let's go. Get the passion of Christ tomorrow morning. Let me interest it. Oh man. Yeah, McKenzie got a roll. <laughs> wow. They're actually doing that play? Okay, all right. Yeah, doing that play. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Oh no, yeah, I think I think actually oh my oldest has like a a, a similar thing like that too at church. Yeah. yeah, we got that going on. So we'll see. And let me do this. Then. What I do is I'm gonna take care of a few things, that stuff. And then let me know when you want to do part two. Cool. And then yeah. if you if you want to do all Chicago artists, I, we can put something together because it'd be interesting to get these guys on squares, man. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. It'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, the stories here about we call sub T. <laughs> <laughs> sub T stories. <laughs> stories from sub T. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, yeah, you want to close this out, man? I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, thank everybody for listening to part one of this episode. We'll get Craig back on. He had an iPad uh, problem. He'll be back. We blame it on Apple and Steve Jobs. Rest in peace. <laughs> anyway, definitely check us out any, any and everywhere we have podcasts. And thank you for listening. I can't do nothing else. I put it down like nothing Lately, I've been thinking too, driving down a scenic route. Smoking on forbidden fruit, it's like I can't get rid of you Charging up like Pikachu, I just wanna geek with you I just wanna freak with you, show me what the feet can do Logging off for OnlyFans, microdosing off the gram Toss the map, forgot the plan, baby take my hand To the promised land, we'll find a way, we'll dine and dash We'll smoke and fuck, we'll push our luck, we'll make it safe, I promise that Lately I've been keeping to myself, watching Netflix, working on my mental health I'm in love